Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. Another year-end video. The third out of a set of five videos. Um, yeah, we're doing a, we're doing a couple year-end videos, the lists. Everybody loves the lists. I know I'm a sucker for a clickbait list. Hopefully you are too. Um, and uh, like I said, we're doing five videos this year. Um, we're doing a hoppy one, a malty one, two of which you hopefully have watched already. We're doing a funky one, which is this video. And then we're going to do a shelfie video, my favorite shelfies of the year. And then kind of a recap, not necessarily recap of my favorite beers of the year, but basically uh, my thoughts on the year of 2017 and what was good and bad about it. Uh, we'll jump right into the funky portion of the show uh this list is um basically beers that are kind of outside of the typical malt hop realm um necessarily belgian um kind of funkiness uh more of like it is a funky yeast or funky bacteria uh, uh it, like i said it kind of it wasn't like okay it's just going to be like a belgian quad or double because it's yeast driven it's more something that brings a little bit more to the table yeast wise than just um your regular kind of uh, bits and pieces and phenolics and whatnot um and just brings a little bit of edge a little bit of uh funkiness a little bit of cheesiness or a little bit of both or even more so here's a list we're going to do a top 10. A little bit of honorable mention here because I had a couple spill over and I just wanted to mention them real quick. So let's dive into it see what she's got. Uh, as far as what it says on here, uh, honorable mention wise, it has first up Allagash Brewing's Cool Ship Resurgum Goose aged in white wine and oak barrels. Listen, it's fucking Allagash. They know what the hell they're doing when it comes to funky beers. I went up to a Portland trip and picked up a couple beers while I was there. I'll find a couple other on this list, probably. And uh, that was one of them. Absolutely fantastic beer. Represented the style well. Funky, tart, delicious, acidic. All the bits and pieces that you'd want in a beer, um, but not over the top. So, had it included in the list. Um, another one was a box I got from somebody, actually. A little beer a kind of box repaying me for something I sent out. And that was a Fair State Brewing Cup Cooperatives. So, Simcoe Sour American Wild Ale. Had some uh, some time on it, so the Simcoe didn't shine super well, but all in all, it was a fantastic beer. I liked the way the beer kind of presented itself. Um, it was super drinkable, super chuggable, and at the same time, had that nice balance between something being a bit funky and being a bit hop forward. Uh, sometimes it can get a little bit too heavy-sided in either direction, and that one kind of shown just where I'd like to let it sit when you're talking about the hops and the funks kind of marrying each other. And the last one was in the same box that it was sent to me. Now it's Insight Brewing. It's in the halls of the Sunken City. It was a Saison um, with Sauvignon Blanc grapes. Um, the combination of the Saison yeast combined with the Sauvignon Blanc grapes gave it a bit of a tardy funkiness. Uh, so I kind of included it in this list. Um, it just worked for me. It was uh, very similar to uh, some of the uh, Hop Ford beers that Trillium does with their kind of... Um, wine grape kind of beers, but it, with that added component of that Saison yeast, it just kind of worked for me. And 
enough to where I can work it into this kind of funky list that I'm putting together. So here we go. Let's dive into the quarter list, top ten. Number ten was Blackberry Farms Brett Saison Aged in Red Wine Barrels. Listen, red wine barrels, check. Brett, check. Uh, you know, you have those two components in a beer. You have my attention. Um, but Blackberry Farms uh, was pretty foreign to me. Uh, a brewery that I haven't had a ton from, but I saw them on the shelves locally. So, it, you know, when I ended up getting a box from the brewery, I was lucky enough to get it from them. Um, the beers across the board were fantastic. Uh, they're pretty much all saisons, and they were absolutely fantastically well done but that red wine barrel aged brett one really just did it for me had that level of funkiness that just kind of grabbed the hold of my soul and then had that little bit of um or a decent amount of that red wine barrel to just kind of kind of lubricate that sultry side that little bit of lustful side of me and kind of just made both ends just kind of work so that's why that one made it in the 10 number nine allagash brings ganache Belgian Dark Wild Ale. Listen, this one skewed sweet. Not overly funky, but sweet, uh, funky enough and sweet enough to really kind of turn me on. It reminded me a lot of some of the older uh, dry log darker beers. More specifically, their kind of, um, you know, black, was it their Black Dinosaur, I believe? Or it was their Plague. Um, uh, two beers I really loved. Um, it, it was more funky than sour, um, but the way it played from those kind of chocolate cherry notes with that about, uh, uh bits and pieces and heaping helpings of uh, uh, yeasty funkiness. It just uh, it was so delicious. It was one of those other beers I brought back from my Portland trip. So, uh, yeah. Allagash just crushed it. You'll find them all over this list. So, move on to the next one. Next one. Phil, uh, Free Will Brewing's Pomegranate Lamb Inspired Sour. Uh, this is a shelfie by me. Uh, you can pick this up at the little grocery stores. But uh, the combination of it actually, them throwing a Lambic style, even though it says Lambic style, throwing a Lambic on the beer. And um, I, I was kind of had like a little bit of, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not necessarily high hopes. I mean, I had high hopes for the beer being tasty. That's every beer you go into. But it was more like, okay, you're throwing Lambic on the beer. Uh, this better show and prove. And it did. I thought it was one of the better beers I had, especially something that was readily attainable by me. And uh, just the way the kind of fruitiness, beyond even the pomegranate saying, the combination of that kind of fruity esters of the yeastiness combined with that pomegranate, and how that kind of uh, funky, acidic, slightly acidic, but not too over-the-top kind of goodness that I kind of expect from uh, Lambic Beers kind of showed its head. Uh, it was pretty damn good stuff. Um, let's see, next up, uh, Surly Brewing's Pentagram Wild Ale with Brett Age and Red Wine, wine Barrel. So, what are we learning right now? We're learning I love Brett and I love red wine, especially when it comes to barrels. I actually don't like red wine inherently. It's just not necessarily a taste I really enjoy. If you give me a glass of red wine, I'm not a big fan of it. But, aging beer and it just does something for me. And it had that nice, sprightly, kind of coal-like vibe in that wild ale um combined with this big kind of rich kind of berry fruitiness and then you had that funkiness of that bread combined with that red wine barrel absolutely delicious uh funky buddha it's their undefeated saison aged in chardonnay barrels listen i am a big fan of funky buddha and some people might poop on them because they went the way of the abm bevs actually it wasn't abm bev it was constellation maybe one of the bigger places let's put it that way and um uh, but I'm still a fan. In there, uh, Undefeated has always been a beer that I really kind of dug, man. I chugged that beer. I'm a big fan of it. 
And uh, the fact that they put it in red wine barrels this year, uh, kind of took off our Chardonnay barrels, I should say. Made that beer take off. And, um, and it added a depth and kind of funkiness and tartness that, that Saison lacked. It, the, the Undefeated was um, a Saison on great must to begin with, so it had that bit of earthy kind of grapiness. You had that Chardonnay on top of that barrel on top of it, just took it next level. And um, this ended up being a beer that I wish I had an ass ton of. As the thought with a bunch of these beers. So anyway, uh, let's move on to the next one, which would be number five, which would be Trillium's Permutation Series number nine. Uh, it was their Amber Wild Ale Asian Bourbon Barrels, given me by George, Massive Troll Reviews. And uh, it ended up coming like off as a funky barley wine to me. Um, it, it, it was absolutely, had a malty kind of uh, sugar daddy, subtly, you know, kind of, brown sugary component to it, but it was a funky ale. And then you add that component of the uh, burn barrel on there, and it added a little bit of sweetness that kind of beat back a little bit of that, or balanced off, I should say, rather than beat back off some of that kind of funkiness and tartness. It was just kind of like a roller coaster in your mouth, and it just kind of worked for me. I kind of really dug it. So, there you go. Number five. Number four. A bit of a stretcher, but we'll allow it. Uh, it was uh, Hudson Valley Brewing's Ultrasphere Sour IPA. This is actually given to me um, of a Burt's Beer Pours. Uh, he does videos on YouTube. I hasn't been doing a ton lately, but he still does them. And uh, he gave me this beer uh, when I went to a share up at Hudson, uh, not Hudson Valley, but uh, Equilibrium Brewing, and I was blown away by it. It was one of their more robust, fruited sour IPAs, and it was all the parts of robust and fruited and soured. It was very sweet, but there was enough tartness to kind of keep that in check, combined with that hops, the amount of hops, the super amount of hops they threw in there, keep in check, it tasted like a kind of custardy version of a Jolly Rancher in the most beautiful way. And that beer absolutely blew me away. One of the better sour beers and one of the more interesting sour beers I've had all year. So I kind of dug that to no end. So, yeah. That was number four. Number three um, was Zebulon. Artisan Ales is their spring saison. Base saison. Nothing crazy. But the way this beer played, the, the freshness, the, the kind of um, spring, uh, kept kind of hearkening to the terroir of the brewery. I talked about it. I'm like, this place has to be around apple orchards. And it tasted like spring to me. And it just, the way the beer came off, the way the yeast played with the beer, and it, and it got enough funky to kind of be in that funky realm, but not enough to kind of drive me to have this killer heartburn. Um, it was one of the better um, beers in general, if not just one of the best kind of funky, kind of crittery kind of beers I had all year. Uh, from a brewery I never heard of before. So to have something like that from a brewery never heard of, and it kind of blow me away like that, got to be on the list. Um, number th two, Sarah Brewing's 16E Black Room. It was a blue phone Belgian porter. Um, uh, wine barrel age. So we have that wine barrel age coming in again. Uh, Sarah, uh, St. Daris, uh, a lot of people know about them. They're absolutely fantastic beer. They're basically a funky brewery that I kind of, I've seen skew Belgian. And uh, this is a dark, kind of funky. If they see Porter in wine barrels, Zoma is like a dark Saison uh, in wine barrels. And it was absolutely beautiful. 
Everything about it. The softness about it. The way the wine barrel played. The beer itself was gentle, but the barrel was just as gentle, but enough to bring impact. And it had a richness to it, but at the same time, it had this kind of softness combined with a kind of aggressiveness that just kind of worked for me. So you combine that kind of uh, Belgian vibe with those kind of wine barrel age bits and pieces with a little bit of American funky ingenuity. I, I'm usually sold, and this one was no different. Number one, uh, brewery came out of nowhere, um, uh, is uh, Troon. It's their stylistic self-immolation lactose raspberry lemon and rose wild ale. Those are a whole lot of bits and pieces to say. Um, yeah, this beer came out of nowhere for me. Um, I heard of Troon. Uh, it's a small little brewery in Jer Jersey, little farm little brewery. Um, they actually can't drink there. It's just you go pick up beers. And I heard about them, and one day I was like in the middle of the summer. It was right around the 4th of July. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go down there and just kind of pick up a beer. Just If they have something, let's go. Done. So I went down by myself, went, actually I went with my dogs, and got there, and lo and behold, they go in the brewery, and it's, you know, about the size of a shed, and, and um... And there's like two other people in there. It's a Saturday morning, right when they opened, and um, and go in there and I'm like, what do you have? And they're like, we have these two beers, and I'm like, give me both. And I ended up coming back, and it was a double IPA. It was quite nice. And this beer, uh, the stylistic self-immolation. What's S I S? Let's call it that, for the lack of saying other things. If we say it again. And uh, brought back double IPA. I ended up reviewing it, and uh, I was like, okay, that's a pretty good beer. And uh, ended up reviewing it again. And, uh, I'm not reviewing it again. Reviewing this one a little bit later in the day. When the sun was setting. So if, if you actually go back and watch my review, and that's the kind of stipulation with all these. These are beers I've reviewed this year. Not beers I've had or whatever. This is things that have been filmed on camera and posted to my channel. Sun's going down. It's not a great video visually. Uh, but it just blew me away. Uh, the way the fruit played off. The funkiness played off. The lactose played off. The... Every bits and pieces of the beer. It was by far and away not just one of the best tasting beers I've had all year, but as far as I was concerned, one of the prettiest beers I had all year. I mean, the beer just looked pretty. Um, it looked pretty. It tasted pretty. It was absolutely fantastic. I loved every bit and pieces of the beer and couldn't stop talking about it. Um, lo and behold, you know, weeks later and not until now, you know, you go on a Saturday now and you have to wait hours to get beer at the place. So that's kind of a bummer for me. I'm not saying I'm the one who caused that. I know I'm not the one who caused that. They make good beer. That's why that is like that. But actually roll into a place to where there's nobody around and uh, just pick up a beer and go home and be blown away by it. It was a pretty fun thing to do. Um, knowing that I can't do that anymore. Well, I can, just not at that brewery. It's kind of a bummer, but you know, it's nice to get there at least you know, one time like that. So yeah, that's it. That's number one. Troon. S-I-S lack of a better term because I don't want to keep saying the whole long name. So there you go. A nice little funky list of my top 10 with honorable mentions of the beers I posted this year. So yeah, that's it. Um, do you agree? Um, have you watched all my reviews? Did I miss something? Is there anything in there that you would change if there's a beer you hated or beer you thought should have been higher? Uh, let me know uh, because that's what I want to hear. I want to hear you kind of say things back to me because that's what makes this fun you guys kind of crush it on that point that's um, you know my channel has grown by leaps and bounds over the past year and i think it's for a couple different things one because 
uh, you know, I put a bit into it, and two, I'm a bit lucky, and three, I just have awesome people that end up finding my channel, and uh, that does not suck. So, reach out, tell me what you think, let me know if I'm wrong, right, or anywhere in between, or if I omitted something, or should have included something, and uh, cheers to you guys in general for watching, dealing with me, yammering, all kinds of fun stuff. So, hopefully, guys, you enjoyed this year of me reviewing not just any beer but funky beers hopefully you enjoy me reviewing beers going forward and hopefully see you next time cheers <laughs>